Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Blitzberg Coverage Podcast, hosted by your boy, K-Mac, a.k.a. Kurt Mackey, out of Swaggin' You, a.k.a. Swaggin' University. Come back at y'all with another episode, episode numero quattro, a.k.a. number four. Still Nation, I gotta tell you what, man. We looked damn good this past Saturday evening. Um, as we dive into this podcast today, we it is Monday, so it is overreaction Monday because you know that is how these things go. Uh, you know, up you go with the ebbs and flows. It is preseason, but um, we're gonna recap this game first off. Uh, topics today are going to consist of the Week 2 versus Buffalo recap, as well as previewing our matchup this Thursday against the Atlanta Falcons, and as well as a uh, a running back quote-unquote debate here, which really to me isn't even a debate, to be quite frankly honest with you. Uh, we'll dive into that later as the show rolls, but uh, first off, Repping my fire move jersey. Just got this thing. Um, didn't get any new jerseys last year because I wanted to see, you know, what Young Guns was about it. And uh, got a fire move here because I know we're going to have this dude here for a hot minute. And uh, big fan of the Moose. He's our Heath Miller 2.0. But let's dive into this game that we saw this past Saturday, a game in which the Pittsburgh Steelers, quite frankly, just dominated as I think the final score was 27 to 15. Um, I watched pretty much all of this game. I uh, watched the first half and then the third quarter and the fourth quarter pretty much just had it on in the background as I was doing some other stuff this past Saturday. Um, so let's dive in, man. First off, let's start off. Uh, let's, let's, I keep saying let's start off. Uh, this game started off with. The Buffalo Bills deferring to our offense. And Pickett just got rid of the ball fast, you know. Got Pickens there with a quick first down. Uh, Then he maneuvered the pocket a little bit, scrambled, and threw on the run to Allen Robinson. It was a drop on second down. And then I really – I kept this in my notes. I like the fact that on third and eight, third and nine, he went back to Allen Robinson for a big first down there to convert that third down and extend the drive. I don't think anything else really too much crazy happened until that that big 60-yard uh, Jalen Warren explosive run, touchdown run he had there a couple plays into this drive. And uh, right off the bat, this team was up 7-2-0. Uh, great blocking on that play specifically, really with Deontay blocking down the field. Got some good blocks with Sam Alu. Dan Moore blocked really good as well on that play. And um, had a couple runs there that didn't really go anywhere Anywhere with Najee. And uh, Jalen Warren really just took that thing to the house, beat his man, got to the second level. And, man, he is a very, very fast back. Uh, a f- way better burst than Najee. And uh, definitely a nice change of pace back there that we have. But we'll dive in more into that whole dynamic later. So, 
this was essentially the dress rehearsal, you know. This was the game we were going to see, the TJs, the Highsmiths, the Cams, the Pat Peets, all these dudes. So defense comes on the field, and quick three and out, man. An absolute quick three and out. TJ, there was a play where he got triple teamed, and I was like, and they say they don't triple team this man. Stop. Uh, the defense, like I said, quick three and out, stuffed the run there and uh, contained Josh Allen. And then Calvin Austin with a huge punt return. I want to say like a 40-yard punt return, 50-yard punt return, which we've all been – we've all been just – if you've been, if you know this team, we've all been aboard this Calvin Austin the third hype train, where he just adds a speed that we just haven't had haven't had in a while. And quite frankly, a former receiver of ours, I don't remember who said it, but someone said we haven't had speed like this since Mike Wallace. And Darius Hayward Bay comes to mind, but Calvin Austin, man. With a great return, great blocks, no holding, which was no holding calls on that play, which was very uh, surprising because usually when you get a big return on special teams, typically there's some blocks in the back or holding, whatever. But um, so we get the big return to about the, I want to say Buffalo's 30. So we were about 30 yards out. And what do you know? Next play right off the bat. Kenny Pickett up the seams. With a great throw, honestly, a great throw. And basically threw Firemuth wide open uh, for a touchdown. And at that point in time, I was like, you know what? We don't need to see anything else. So Tomlin took takes out the uh, starters. And from that point on, it was pretty much Mitch and the second stringers from that point. And, wow. I mean, I was just like, this team is different. As I have raised the bar, uh, not even raised the bar, but I have very good expectations for this team this year. We'll dive into that the next podcast episode, though. But um, so it's fourteen zero. Buffalo comes out. Josh Allen and them boys are still in there, and I mean there was the defense looked good, man. T.J. Watt was out at this point, and he only needed to really play one series because. He had a couple wins. Don't want to risk getting him hurt. But uh, I really just want to – there was a couple of notable plays there, especially that play that Alex Smith made on Stephon Diggs on a third down. And even on a chase down sack where Josh Allen extended the play, Highsmith finishes it up. I mean, Highsmith is just – like I said a couple of episodes ago, Highsmith is uh, underrated, man. Like, he play, he literally played – Man-to-man on Stephon Diggs, and I know it's preseason, but, I mean, he lined his shoulders up, he squared up, and fucking said, let's go. And he he got his hands in there and got a nice pass deflection. So it's nice to see that, and another three and out. Defense looked good. And they kept just creating pressure. Matt Barkley had, like, three interceptions. Joey Porter Jr. had an interception in a cover two uh, type of play where he essentially just leveraged the receiver out of bounds and played a cover two look and had his first interception off of Matt Barkley. 
the defense just played great. They they played good, man. They stuffed the run pretty well. Josh Allen had a couple big throws, but they got nullified by holding calls. And honestly, Buffalo, man, they just played like crap. A lot of false starts, holdings, just setting themselves back. And the defense just really kept the pressure on and really put it on Buffalo. To be quite frankly honest with you, they just put it on Buffalo. Had a big red zone interception. And I didn't, as far as notable players that stood out to me uh, Saturday, Joey Porter Jr. Um, did pretty well. I mean, he had an interception. He was in there for quite a while because Tomlin noted that he really wanted to see uh, Porter Jr.'s exposure, just more exposure to the game due to the fact he couldn't play the first one. Didn't get to really see a whole lot of Keanu Benton. I mean, I think he was in there, but he didn't really flash for me a whole lot this game. But someone that did flash for me, man, again, Nick Herbig. Wow, that sack he had on, uh, I want to say it was Allen. Was it Allen? I think, it, I mean, it was, I know the starting lineman for the Bills there, uh, Deion Dawkins was there, but man, watch that playback with that bend he had. That bend on that edge and still be able to finish it, man. Wow. Nick Herbig, uh, he is going to be a problem in this league. And I know it's preseason, I know, but you can just see it, man. He has the tools. He's put in the work. He's been learning under TJ. And he's just going to be our outside linebacker three. And Marcus Golden played pretty solid as well there on Saturday. So I feel really confident about this pass rush rotation we're going to have here. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see a whole lot of Larry Okunjobi. I think he's hurt, so that kind of concerns me a little bit there, to be quite frankly honest with you. But, um, man, Nick Herbig really stood out to me on Saturday with that pass rush as uh, a couple of his pressures led to some turnovers. I think he's going to be big for us this year in keeping TJ and Highsmith fresh and uh, rested at times. <clears throat> It was also good to see Darnell Washington get one reception at least. And he got a couple looks there in the red zone. I was a big fan of uh, isolating him one-on-one out there. And the DB, uh, former, I think his name was Neal or something, former first-round pick for Buffalo last year. Just, what are you going to do, man? The dude's 6'7". He's a massive physical specimen. And... You're going to throw that flag because he held he held the frick out of Washington. But I, I do like the fact that at least we gave that play a shot. And like I said, quite frankly, we just dominated this game, man. Defense played great. Four turnovers. Didn't see a whole lot of moves. Didn't see a whole lot of Deontay. We got one reception out of Pickens. But like I said, we didn't really see a whole lot of the starters on offense for this game. So... Second half, uh, Rudolph played okay. Mitch played about the second quarter and half of the first. I thought he played all right, moving the ball well. Just kind of played conservative. Uh, scrambled a little bit when he needed to. Thought he did okay. Calvin Austin with, uh, I don't know if he had another jet sweep. I don't really think we ran. I don't really remember any jet sweeps being ran. Maybe Oshesky had one, but. I don't know, man. I'm just telling y'all, 
this team just looked pretty freaking good this past Saturday. Rudolph had a fumble, and Kendrick Green, oh, my God, that snap was piss poor. I thought we were playing him at fullback. Whatever happened to playing this man at fullback? Haven't seen any of that in preseason, and as a center, he's just, honestly, he's just an absolute joke at this point. Yeah, God, he is terrible. I can't believe we ever took him as a third rounder and expected him to slide in and gave him, we gave him Marquise Pouncey's number. We thought he would just slide right in after not playing guard. At, I mean, after not playing center at Illinois, it was just uh, not a good luck by Colbert. But nonetheless, uh, I also thought Broderick Jones played pretty decent Saturday. They say he didn't allow a sack, but I, I had him accounted for at least one sack there late in the game. Thought he had a, I thought he had some good reps there, some good wins. Still really like to see him anchor that left side and not get pushed back and bull rush as much, but I thought he played pretty well, to be honest with you. So, really, that's about all I got for that Buffalo game, man. Uh, limited, but, you know, what can you say? We looked good. Defense played pretty good, and even with the second stringers in there, they gave Buffalo fits. So, going to be curious to see how you know, this next game goes here is we play Atlanta in a couple of days. So we're going to get this podcast episode out here in a couple of days, probably tomorrow. But um, let's slide in right into this running back debate, quote unquote, that we have here brewing in Pittsburgh between the media and then our fans. They're trying to brew up a fucking debate. Whoops, sorry. Uh didn't mean to uh, curse, but um, kind of just irritates me, you know. First off, let's compare these two running backs, shall we? Najee Harris was a first-round investment two years ago, okay? He's been an absolute workhorse for us. He also has touched the ball the most. This is a, this is a fun fact. He has touched the ball the most out of any player the past two years. So, he's a volume machine, not the most efficient, but let's be quite frankly honest here. Every time this man would touch the ball, there'd be somebody in his face and he'd have to break a tackle or a stiff arm or try to just fight to get back to that line of scrimmage and even gain anything, you know? So... Let's give Najee props for that, at least being able to have 1,000 yards plus rushing, which isn't as much as of a achievement, uh, achievement, <laughs> achievement as it used to be, but still, he's the only Steelers running back to ever do that in his first two years. So, got to give him kudos for that. Um, also, Najee, why isn't anyone mentioning the fact that the man has, like, no fumbles, right? I mean, think about it. He's had the ball how many times, and think of a time he's really actually fumbled. You can't. So he's very reliable in that manner. Now, does he have the best burst? No. But he's more of a traditional power back. You know, he's going he's gonna to wear out the defense. He's going to fucking stiff arm you into oblivion. C versus Cleveland. C versus Atlanta. C versus uh, the Raiders, you know, rookie season. 
He's going to do that. He's going to break. He's going to take on contact and still go forward. All right? And that's – I'm cool with that as our number one back. I, I, I like the Naj. Sometimes I question his vision, but, you know, that's – he's still a young player, but – um. It's crazy to me that people are saying Jalen Warren Warren should be the starter. No. He's a change of pace back that, yes, offers a little more of a burst. My apologies. um, More burst, more explosiveness, more speed. And Naj can catch the ball as well. Jalen Warren can catch the ball as well. But Jalen Warren cannot do what Naj does as, as far as Toting the rock 20-plus times a game. Jalen Warren will not be able to handle that workload. So we have a great one-two duo here. We got the Naj to wear you out, and then we got Warren to just outrun you. And even he can, even he can, you know, run through a little bit of some contact. I've seen him plow dudes, especially in pass protection there on third down. I've seen him just take on linebackers head-on and do his thing and take care of them. So... I like both backs. I think it's a good problem to have. I like Najee to touch the rock, you know, 15 plus, 20 times a game. And let's get Warren at least 8, 10 touches, you know. It's a good problem to have. You know, Warren's going to – would would Najee have been able to do what Jalen Warren did on that 60-yard touchdown run? No. No, he wouldn't have been able to because he's not, he's not that type of back. So that doesn't mean Warren's better. They're just two different backs, and they offer different style of play. So, Naj is the consensus number one here, y'all. Stop, stop, stop with the articles. Stop with the storylines. It's not going to happen. Naj is number one. He's Batman. Warren is Robin. Just leave it as that. Leave it that. I like both players. And we should all be on the same board here. It's a good one-two duo. Keep it at that. But that's my take on that situation. So let's dive into our final topic here as we are going to preview game number three against Atlanta. Atlanta Falcons Thursday. I don't know what time it is. I don't know what time the game is, but I know it's Thursday. Which So we got an early week here. We only have three days to that game, so I'm looking forward to that. And especially after what Tomlin said. I think I don't think the defensive starters are going to be playing Thursday, but Tomlin said the offense will be out there and some young players will be out there. Like I think Porter Jr. is probably going to play. I think the starting offense is probably going to be out there for a couple more drives, maybe depending on how they look, but I'd like them to be out there for at least, you know, Maybe three, four drives there. Depends on how they look, you know. So, things I'm looking forward to against Atlanta, I guess more of the same. Let's let's see if the offense can see if we can get a, let's see if we can get a little bit of a run game going with Nas. Just a little bit, you know. We don't need to we don't need to see eight carries, but it would be um it would be kind of cool to see him him and the O line start to gel a little bit, but they do have a plan for him, as Nash said, at their, they interviewed him after the game. So it would be good to see a little more of that running game going, that offensive line, just a little more snaps together before we just start running this thing, especially against that San Fran defense here in a couple weeks. But uh, 
I definitely think we need to see the starters play, offensively speaking, this Thursday. Because if not, you're talking about three weeks almost of not playing or experience, game time, you know. So things I'm looking forward to, you know, let's see if Calvin Austin can provide another big play. Let's see if Keanu Benton gets back to wrecking shit. Nick Herbig, I think he'll probably have a sack. Uh, can we say that now? Can we can we say that? I think he'll get a sack, yeah. Um, looking forward to seeing what Joey Porter Jr. does. I don't know if Atlanta's starters are going to be playing or not, but, you know, let's see this offense play a couple more drives. I want to see Pickens and let's see if we can get a big Pickens play down the field, you know. Let's see if we can get a, a nice body, a nice body catch, uh, Pickens bodying some kid, you know, just – you know, teaching him, you know, just teaching him like his, like he, like he's uh, his dad. So, I think versus Atlanta, we're probably gonna get this dub, and you know, probably look good. And um, the rest of the media is gonna be, the rest of the national media is gonna be start. They're gonna watch y'all. They're gonna start riding us while I've been on this train well before this off season. I told y'all this team would be in the playoffs, and. Um, We'll dive into that the next episode as I will talk about my expectations for this squad heading into the 2023 season. But I think that's going to do it for today. I just wanted to touch on a couple things for podcast for the podcast episode numero four, numero cuatro. And um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share it, like it. Uh, give me some feedback, Steeler Nation, what we thinking, who y'all like, you know, what stood out to you guys the most. You guys think Pickett's the real deal? Something's telling me he is. He's passing my eye test, and that was not what I was thinking he was going to be, to be honest with you, but we'll go into that another day. But uh, what do you guys think about this upcoming game versus the Falcons? And what do you think about the Najee, Jalen Warren situation? And uh, that'll do it for me. K-Mac out of here. Blitzburg Coverage Podcast, Episode 4. We're closing this thing. Shut it down. I will see you guys again next week. Peace.